What's up, my loves? Welcome to the Inner Dialogue podcast. It is 9-11 p.m. on Friday, July 14th, 2023. And I got back from Adam's Camp today, which is a nonprofit organization that works with the disabled population to give them an opportunity to go to summer camp, just like all of the neurotypical people in the world. It is the hardest and most rewarding experience that I have done. And I'm really grateful that I got to experience it and be a volunteer in adventure camp. It was hard for so many reasons, and I don't know what will come out or not come out in this space tonight because I've done some processing around it, but not nearly all of the processing for the whole week, which there's a lot for me to sit in because I gave a week of my time. And when you're working 18 hour plus days, a lot happens in 18 hours of the day. For a volunteer, they give you 125 hours. That's a lot of hours. So I appreciate the hours and (laughs) it also was a really cool experience. It was interesting because as they were doing the debrief today, they were asking who needed sheets signed and email sent to give the proper hours for volunteering. And I remember that in high school, being in that position and needing to get volunteer hours. Getting 125 volunteer hours in one fail swoop, that sets you for high school. I did so many volunteer hours in high school, but I didn't log them properly. And then I lost all of my sheets that had my hundreds and hundreds of hours on them. And uh, so I ended up just submitting the base requirement. (sighs) I like volunteering. I like giving up my time, which is awesome because it's leading me to... uh, the idea for my next step in my presidential election campaign. My next step in the presidential election campaign. That's so cool to say. I had some really awesome, okay, it was not some. I had one really awesome conversation this week about running to be president in 2032. And another volunteer named was really awesome about asking questions and being curious and processing it and being skeptical and forcing, not forcing, allowing me to come up with an answer and give her space to think about it. It was really, really cool. She apologized the next day. We had, we've had this, we had this conversation over a series of days, but she apologized after one of the days because She was like, I'm sorry if I overstepped or made you think that I doubt you. And I'm like, no, I don't think that at all. I really appreciate the conversation and appreciate the questions. People don't realize the questions that they ask me during this time and how important they are for the future in this campaign and in this election of me winning to be president in 2032. This is so much bigger than myself and so much bigger than you listening right now. It's so much bigger than all of us. And I... I'm creating one, this podcast to help people understand, but also to creating a documentation of my life to help people understand the no like trust process of me, 
knowing me, liking me and trusting me because I'm open and honest about what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. And you can follow that in real time, or you can follow that in eight years when you're trying to learn and understand who ABSD is and why the fuck she's running to be president. A pansexual queen. Fuck yeah. Something I liked that came out of me this week while talking was that I don't have all the answers. I'm never going to say that I have all the answers because I'm only one person and we're meant to work together. And I plan to bring experts in from all different areas and walks of life to help come up with the solutions to the problems that we have caused. I have a firm belief that us as humans have created all the problems that we have, that we can also uncreate the problems. We can find a solution because everything in life is, is figureoutable, everything. And we just need the proper time, resources, and people to do it and somebody to support them, which is really, really awesome. And I hope to pull people from all different places so that we can get a great mix so that the answers can be done from such a wide reach. Not everyone is meant to do it all. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I'm so obsessed with life. I'm so obsessed with people and the human race and being able to have the brain ideas and space to create that I do so that I can help shape and change the future for the better, to help make the future generations' lives better than ours. I want that so badly. I will have that. I'm working towards that. It's a dream and desire that was not placed on my heart lightly. It's a dream and desire that I have had to lean into even when I've been scared. It's a dream and desire that I know that there is no saying no to and that the how is going to work out, even though I have no idea how. I just know it will. This is so much bigger than all of us. By the time that the election rolls around in 2032, that there are only four degrees of separation between me and every single person that lives in this country. I want that because I want people to trust me and to be able to talk to people about me and learn about people who have interacted with me firsthand. Why you can trust me, why you can love me, why you can know that I'm here to help and I mean what I say in my authenticity and in the ideas and thoughts that I have for this country. Are those ideas and thoughts perfect? No, but they're a starting point. It's a brainstorm. We bring people together who are interested and create focus groups to help create change and solve the problems that we have in this country. There are so many people already doing all the same things. If they were actually working together, it would be absolutely incredible what they were able to achieve. But we don't have anybody organizing that and creating that system. We will. That will be part of the change. There will be so much change that happens and it will be fucking terrifying, but we are going to take it one step at a time. We're not going to throw all of the change out there at once. That would be overwhelming and everybody would crumble and it would not work. You have to take it one step at a time and have somebody from the inside dismantling it saying, okay, this is not working. How can we find a better solution? We're not just going to take it out and watch it crumble. We're going to sit there and figure out how to solve it at a root level instead of a band-aid level. We're pulling the whole fucking root. Because once we discover the root, then we can continue to solve the root. The root is not something that is just you pull out 
one piece of it. You have to pull out the whole thing. And so sometimes you have to dig a little bit to find the whole root. I have roots in myself that are in my feelings and in my thoughts that I have to dig for a while until I'm able to actually pull out the whole fucking tree trunk. Sometimes it's a daisy. It's not a big root. It comes straight out and you can pluck it. And if you're able to contain it, it won't spread to other places, right? (laughs) But sometimes your dandelions, I meant to say dandelions before. (laughs) Funny, daisies work too. But sometimes your dandelions just spread. And just like nature does, they can continue to grow bigger and bigger fields. So then it takes a little longer. But that doesn't mean that we can't clear a field and use the dandelions to help with all their healing powers that they have in their oils. (laughs) I love dandelions. They're so pretty. I'm getting one tattooed on my body tomorrow. I have a tattoo appointment tomorrow. How fucking awesome is that? Oh, it's so good. It's so good. I'm so grateful. Y'all, this past week, I struggled at times. I had so much fun, joy, and laughter at times. I was exhausted at a lot of moments. I listened. I heard. I joked. I laughed. I cried. I was frustrated. I was annoyed. All I mean, I went through such a wide range of emotions this week. I was lonely. Y'all, I felt so lonely at times this week. I felt so lonely. It was hard for me because of the position that I was in and being a volunteer. Not knowing everything that was happening was really hard for me. I realized now that I needed to be a volunteer. I needed to experience the volunteer experience. I needed to. But I didn't understand, like it was hard. It made me face some things inside of me. It made me look at why am I lonely? Why, why am I here? And how can I make sure that this experience is still great for me, even though I'm feeling these big feelings? And I had to surrender a lot of that. I made sure to maintain some form of daily practice for myself. That meant drinking my athletic greens in the morning and having 20 to 30 minutes of journal time out front drinking a cup of coffee. That helped keep me grounded in a way that I needed, in a way that I didn't have on the last trip that I took because I didn't give myself that. There was time for it. I totally could have. I just didn't. And I'm learning and I'm finding what works for me. And that is all we can ask of ourselves is that We learn from our experiences and we grow through them and we do our best and our best is good enough. I think sometimes we fall short, but that doesn't mean that we're not enough. And this week I saw a lot of that. I saw a lot of people falling short and that people then took it as they are not enough. They aren't doing enough. They aren't saying enough. They aren't apologizing enough. And of course, that's immediately where we go. And I, I think that's learned, right? That's what we know. That's how we as a society works. The amount of times that people apologized or asked if they were sure if it was okay, if, if they were doing what they were doing on the staff level was a lot. People apologize so much because they feel like what they're doing is wrong. And 
that's not the case, but we don't trust people to actually tell us if we do something wrong. And so we apologize beforehand because what we feel we're doing is wrong. It's just backwards. It's just so backwards, but also makes sense. And when I was in college, one of the greatest gifts I came out of college with was a strong female professor who taught me that you don't need to apologize for every single thing in life. When we would apologize to her in her class, I don't remember what she would say, but she would make us aware of it and remind us that we don't need to use that language all the time. We apologize all the time. The phrase, I'm sorry, is used all the time. Unnecessarily. We need to save it for when we actually need it. It's just a learned behavior. It's something that we have to unlearn. And it takes a lot of time and self-awareness and also people helping you realize it. So if you hear this, have a conversation with a trusted person and say, hey, when I am talking to you, if I apologize for something I don't need to apologize for, please call me out. I'm trying to unlearn that behavior. Create a new language. Find something else in its place. Ask yourself why you feel like you need to apologize. What about what you just did do you need to apologize for? We don't trust ourselves. And that was something that was really apparent this week is that we don't trust ourselves. I learned a lot this week and I got to listen a lot and observe a lot, which I loved. I got to be myself this week in every way and I loved it. It was a really, really cool experience. It was a really cool experience that I will be forever grateful for because it gave me an answer and a nudge from the universe that put pieces together so now I can continue to create and develop and I'm so grateful for the nudges. I'm so grateful for the answers and the clarity. I have been asking for clarity and doing work to gain clarity for that work has been going for a while now and being able to have listened to the nudges so far and get little pieces along the way and then to one day have just a bigger answer feels so good. To acknowledge and be grateful for the small nudges that have come along the way is important because doing that adds to the result of larger answers being presented and you have to do small baby steps in order to take a leap. You have to learn that first and you're not always going to be leaping but when you do get to it feels really awesome and I'm excited for this next season opening and being able to move into our house which we are still in a holding pattern for by the way. We've been under contract since the beginning of June so Being in flux sucks, but it's also a part of life and learning how to be comfortable with where you're at and present, knowing that what is coming is going to come and there's nothing that we can do sometimes. Right now, there's nothing that I can do about our house except wait and live my life in the process. So I am obsessed with all of you and I am so grateful for this space and to get to come together in it with you and learn about myself, learn about the future and what's coming and also get to share with this community. 
with this ever-growing space inside of the Inner Dialogue podcast. It is really beautiful, and I am so beyond grateful that you are here. Being here and having your support means the absolute world to me and is so much bigger than all of us. And I'm grateful that you are here. I'm grateful that you are learning alongside me and just being part of this journey because it's so fucking cool. And without you realizing it, you play such a big part. So thank you. And I just have love sitting in this space tonight. So I realized that I have replaced the word like with and, and I say and a lot, (laughs) another piece of dialogue thing. I got a, what's the phrase for that? I don't know. To work on and to improve around because I don't want to go from one crutch to another. (laughs) Like to and. I adore you all. Have a fabulous rest of your day and take up space, love loudly, do what feels good to you and your body and listen to yourself. Trust is one of the greatest things that we can develop with our own selves and with our brain and the way that we're feeling. Trust it. Bye.